Welcome back to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, comics, games, everything in between, plus movie reviews and local events happening around Central Florida. How's everybody doing today? My amazing. name is amazing. Amazing. As always, you have myself, Tony, and and your boys, Ricky's. Ba- I'm back. I, Sorry for that. Is that, is that like, really you, sir? Is that, he's like, I'm back. And like the episode before, I'm back. I'm like, wait, wait. You I know. Back? I'm sorry. I'm the <laughs> busy life. I'm just everywhere. Busy life. And then who do we have today, Nick? I'm feeling good about myself. I'm Nick I like. Nick I like? Nick I like. Nick. Nick I like. Nick yep. I like. Yeah, I'm, I like this person. Nick is okay. Nick I like. <laughs> Nick I like. Nick at night. No, we use Nick and Nick. We used it already? Yeah, we, and then we used uh, predictions. <laughs> well, that's not a name now. That's a thing. That was a name now that became a thing. Predictions. Yeah. Our friend uh, Neil. Yeah. Because he was talking about, oh, because uh, we were talking about Nick's predictions. He goes, you should just call it predictions. <laughs> I like that. So, predictions. Predictions is the thing now. So, yeah. today I'm Nick I like. Nick I like. Nick I like. Nick I like. It's like Will I am. <laughs> <laughs> I Nick, guess so. I like. It's inspiring one with the other. <laughs> Nick, I like. Yeah. So, how's everybody's been lately? Good. It's tiring, man. I'm working a lot. That's good. Making that money. Trying. Making that yeah. Funko Pop money. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, talking about Funko Pop. Uh, they did release the... Uh, right? What? I know. Friday. Friday. Star Wars. Friday, no, not for Star Wars, but Friday. Yeah, at, so... Uh, at Think Geek, they had the fall, oh, the, the fall convention yeah, release that, party. That actually leads us to our my first topic in our news. Oh, for uh, real? Yeah. Oh, nice. Let's do this. What do you got? So, if everyone doesn't know, this week, it's probably the second biggest, biggest convention of the year. Is that's it? New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's San Diego Comic Con, and then you have New York Comic Con. It's yeah. a big city, yeah. Yep. So this weekend is New York Comic Con. So yes. So if you want your exclusive merch, you're probably a little bit too late. If you're here. But on Friday, they released all the Funko Pops that are exclusive to New York Comic Con. Oh, also, oh, it's only New York Comic Con. Yeah, each yeah. Comic Con has their own exclusive Funko Pops. No, no, I know, but he's, you said Think Geek only had exclusive to Think New York? Geek, GameStop, Hot topic. Yeah, but oh, okay. what Think Geek did was they they did of all the conventions that previous that had exclusives. They were yeah. showing them. New York, anything beyond that, they don't they don't release it. It's only only exclusive to the convention itself. Right. So what? Well, so in the convention, all these things are exclusive to the convention. Mm-hmm. But then people that don't go to convention can get them at certain locations. Oh, okay. So like yeah. Hot Topic has their own exclusive New York Comic Cons. So you get separate. You either get it one place everywhere all together, or you go separate these little places. Right. Okay, I got you. But some of these pops, like for instance, one of them was like meditating Piccolo. <laughs> that was a hot topic exclusive, and I'm pretty sure they're sold out now, and you oh, probably wow. can't get them. Maybe. But that's one thing. Uh, so another thing in New York Comic Con, just a whole bunch of news that came out this week. So I'm just gonna go over some to highlight some things, like a couple shows. I know. Nick didn't know about this, but Star Trek had a big showing in New York Comic Con. So they showed the the new season for Discovery. Yeah. Which I don't know if you guys haven't watched, it's pretty amazing. For even for Star Trek. <laughs> even, <laughs> even for Star Trek. 
Even. Which Star Trek fans, a lot of them don't like it. Shocking. For real? It's just, it's very action-packed. It's very different than what Star Trek is. Yeah. But I think it's great. But the the one that I think a lot of people are excited for is Picard. So, yeah, Next yeah. Generation fans, uh, Patrick Stewart is back. That's to I play. Up with, yeah. Yeah, he, he's back to playing Picard, and it looks awesome. I would awesome. say the most beloved above Kurt. Probably. Even some say he's the best. So. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was cool. So, big Star Trek. The trailers are up pretty much anywhere, so you can watch that. I recommend it. Um, other news that came out of Comic-Con, some comic book news. So they announced, Marvel announced three big books. Uh, they announced a new Thor number one that's written by Donny Cates, who is probably Marvel's hottest writer right now. So that's exciting. He Donny Cates writes Venom right now, which is uh, very popular. Um, but that means Donny Cates is leaving Guardians of the Galaxy, and now the Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a new book as well. And then the big announcement was that Wolverine, since he's back, he's getting his own series, and he hasn't had his own series in like two years. Yeah, because the last because he was, was <laughs> yeah the last series was yeah. Death of Wolverine. That right, was the last series. But who's writing that though? Uh, I didn't check. No, it's like uh, the guy who's writing Wolverine is the guy who was doing a podcast. I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a like a audio podcast comic that they did. And the guy who wrote that is writing this book. Okay. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So it was like a weekly comic book episode, but it's podcast form. It was pretty cool. It's a cool idea. The voiceover of Wolverine was awesome. Oh, so it's a, it's a, it's a po- uh, pocky-drama. Yeah. But they it was... they All voice actors. It was voice actors and all this, yeah. but they called it a podcast. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I listened to a few of those. Not that one in particular, yeah. but there's a few of that I've heard that are like pocky-dramas, which is like... It's just... Have you? I've, I think about it as is um, from old time radio. I don't know what radio at the time wasn't doing it, but prior to that, like when we were watching TV and they were talking about like anything thirty years back, and you know how they used to have the radio station that used yeah, to have the like, radio station. They used to have the clap machines and things like a door to open. <laughs> yep. That's how I think of it as. Is this? Yeah, that's how it was. So it's pretty cool. Um, other big news: Walking Dead also had a big showing where they revealed two things. One, uh, so Walking Dead is going to have a third TV show. They don't have a title for it yet, but the premise is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So it's in the future. Like the apocalypse already happened. Zombies are pretty much already known. Yeah. So it's about these teenagers who live in a society where they're locked behind, you know, gates and stuff. Oh, and it's okay. how they grow up. How okay. teens grow up in this universe. When, when, like, because when, it's, like, no, it's normal for them. It's normal, yes. And they want to step outside and see Explore. the outside world. So that's pretty cool. I think that's very fresh. Yeah, that's a new way to look at yeah. it. And it's just keeping Walking Dead alive, which is still shocking. Well, I mean, it's, it's essentially because the thing is, like, it's, it's almost like what happened with Heroes. is like as long as you keep. You change perspective. You change characters. Yeah. You there's the, the the basic topic of zombies apocalypse is always going to be interesting. So yeah. as long as you keep the same world and you just go to another group, another area, another time, another thing, another perspective, you can keep it going forever. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, and but, and it's cool because like Fear of the Walking Dead was you see it when it started. Yeah. The Walking Dead is like 
in the, know, middle the main of show it. in the middle, and then this one's probably like a little 20, bit after, like maybe twenty years later. We don't know, but it's pretty cool. I think it would they would give it like at least a twenty year time jump, just because it would never unless they stay in the same city of Georgia or wherever they're at right. with the current show. But it could be Washington, and following those kids. Or imagine they show like New York. How's that yeah. city like? Wow, that'd be interesting. Yeah, they walled off New York, and New York was kind of a functioning city. Like, exactly. Like, well, imagine that. No, but it's crazy. Is if you think about it, it's kind of like remember the the village, the movie that the M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. In the beginning of the yeah. movie, they where the kids are kind of naive, where it's like they just get told don't leave those areas. So they go. They know about the monsters. They 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 were told about the monsters, but it's until they go into that whole thing that they actually get to experience it and like they actually learn to survive those kind of scenarios. So these kids are probably more sheltered, but they're aware of of what's all. out there. Exactly. Like, like I said, like the little thing they showed, like they they don't call the zombies walkers because that's not what they know. Mm. They call them empties. So who know? It's pretty exciting. I'm actually excited for this. Yeah. But going to the main show. Yep. So the season premiere is actually tonight. Yep. Of season oh, ten. Okay. I think yeah. I meant of that show that hasn't no, even had a title no. yet. Oh, like, no, no, no. Premiere season tonight. ten premieres tonight. And they actually said that, one, they don't know when they're going to end this show. This show apparently might go on forever. <laughs> Who knows? As long as people keep on come, turning and, to and watch it. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are like, wait, that show's still going? Yeah, man. Ten Walking years. Dead is still one of the highest rating shows. With, even with the loss of viewership. Yeah, the past, and it like, lost three years. tons of viewership. It's still one of the top shows. Nice. It's one of the best shows in our generation, not because... Of the quality, but just because the steadiness of the steadiness, the longevity of, has exactly. So I mean, God, when did this come out? Like two thousand nine, something. Two thousand ten. Oh been... shoot! I'm like uh, right now. I, um, one of the longest shows I watch is uh, is Supernatural, and that's ending the season ending, two. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if this thing keeps on going beyond all that, it's and I'm like, not gonna lie, guys. Last season of Walking Dead was awesome. It was really I good. Think I'm I'm just about to start it. Yeah, it's really good. I think after the whole Negan thing, they did a good job of transitioning, transitioning and like, okay, Angela we King, got rid of... But An- Angela King came into... To, was it Angela King? No. Because I remember that they had the showrunner from the first like three seasons yeah. come back for that after Negan that picked up. Well, and- it, it could tell because it was awesome. But like I said, Walking Dead is still experiencing like changes because... Actors are leaving. Yeah. So like this season, where Michonne, the actor, yeah, she's leaving. She's leaving the show. So that's like a huge. That's a huge character. That's a huge. Yeah. Big yeah. Show. But now the comic's over. So now it's like, ah, who, who cares? Yeah, now they must make their own story. Now. Yeah. Which they have completely. This the TV show and the comic. That's it. It's already separated. You. They might. You might see some characters from the comic coming, but it is completely different now. Yeah. But. They did confirm that one character is returning, and that is the character who played Maggie. Lauren Cohen. Lauren, thank you. Lauren Cohen, she is coming back reprising her role. So that's going to be cool. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. See, now, the only thing I find interesting is that, because usually when somebody retires that character, they're going to do what now? They're going to kill them off. So the fact that they didn't do that originally... Well, like, was this always a plan? Yeah. Well, who they, knows? They didn't kill off Rick, so. Yeah, so when, okay. when, when, when. Spoiler, Mag- sorry. Yeah, when Maggie <laughs> yeah. and Rick left, they left, left it ambiguous, meaning they didn't, well, they didn't die them off, because you see how Rick goes and Maggie goes. Right. But prior to that, they were like, 
we're gonna le- let them go leave but they have the option to, to come, come back, back. Yeah. if they wish to okay so and they and they could come back as like she's coming back but like for four episodes Oh. Or, or she could be the, the the lead because after Michonne, it's hard. Yeah. And she has uh, a credibility maybe to do something else with this. And story. Rick yeah. is coming back. It is confirmed in the Walking Dead movie. So. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, we'll see. Walking Dead still strong, man. Still <laughs> strong. And the last big news from New York Comic Con that I want to talk about is just uh, video game-wise. Um, in the new Avengers game that's coming out, Camilla Khan. Confirm as a playable character. For real? Yeah, she looked Ooh. cool. Camilla Khan, if you guys don't know, she's Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, she's soon going to have a TV show on uh, Disney Plus. And she's she's a fun character. So check out that trailer. She, her powers is she pretty much could change her body into like... She could stretch. She could, she could grow tall. She could... She just manipulate her body. Kind of. Thing. Own- so she's kind of like... Like Mr. Fantastic or The Incredibles. Mm. Uh, kind of like that, but a yeah. little weird. Different. Different. Yeah. So that's news on Comic-Con. Like I said, check out all that stuff on YouTube. It's pretty exciting. Um, some streaming news. So I know we talk about Netflix and all these a lot. Yeah. But there's some big news that came out. Uh, Disney. They will no longer accept ads on its entertainment networks. Of Netflix. How bad would it be if I start clapping right now? Because I really want to start clapping right <laughs> so now. So the war has begun. <laughs> that what? So basically in ABC, ESPN, on all these networks, yeah. you will not see any ads of Stranger Things, oh. of anything that's in Netflix. <laughs> they're like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they're closing that down. <laughs> now I understand. I thought you meant like they just stopped ads altogether, but I didn't realize that you meant they just stopped ads just for Netflix? Just for just Netflix. For Netflix, yeah. But Netflix, I feel like, has its own like platform. No, yeah, yeah, like you're watching Netflix and watching I, other shows, so it's it like could hurt. That means if the Super really Bowls hurt. in NBC. Oh yeah, mm. which I don't, I don't think it, it is. I think it's in Fox this year. I don't know because well, Fox is owned by Disney, Disney so buy Netflix commercials. They can't <laughs> do the the whole. Uh, what did they do for Cloverfield thing? Oh yeah, they can't have that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, but Netflix. Okay, so if you have Netflix, you know what's coming on Netflix. And if you don't have Netflix, then why would you just all of a sudden get it? I don't know. I just feel like now the well, way we... And, and honestly, when I hear about Netflix, I don't hear about Netflix because I watch commercial. Because I don't watch any commercial. Because uh, I watch, everything I watch, I either pay for now commercial or I just all have streaming networks. But uh, every time I hear about Netflix is because some, one, they dropped either a TV show, a movie, or something that is so, like Bird Box. Remember when Bird Box came out? Yeah. Yeah. For, well, that's the thing. Like that's where they can't like, drop those trailers on TV. No, but I didn't hear about it from a trailer. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but there's it's like all memes. It's all like people <laughs> talking about. It. It's all like, what was this? I mean, this it's true. It's very the different now. But now, the fun of it. Now they can't. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this. Like I said, Fox. It's a big network free yeah. that's in free television technically, right? Mm-hmm. And they can't put free like ads on it. So that kind of, it's just interesting. Like, like you said, the war is happening, but it's just like, it's happening, man. Disney's gonna rule the world. Yeah, I still see Netflix doing amazing stuff, but I, yeah. I think that's a big blow. But I know they're coming out with the Avatar live action. They're coming out with so much Avatar, Cowboy Bebop live oh, action. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of things. I, when we get to my section, I have a. There's one that I just thought was like crazy. Exactly. 
like that's coming and i'm like really and another thing about streaming uh so like we said streaming is probably the future of where all our fandom and everything is going to be uh playstation they just did a big announcement last week so playstation now which is their streaming service which means basically you go in this they it's like like netflix you click on a game the game streams to your playstation and you're playing it yeah the full version of the game. It used to be twenty bucks a month. a month. They did a fifty percent price cut. It is now nine ninety nine a month. That's all. It, does that include the plus with it or no? I don't think so. All right, so, so we have twenty bucks a month. It'll be twenty time. bucks for. So this is a way to play games without buying them. Correct. Yes. This is a streaming network for, for video gaming. games. For games, yeah. So it, but. It, it's not all titles. It's not all titles, but they have PlayStation One titles, PlayStation yeah, Two titles. Yeah, they have the, I, they have the large the large collections of PlayStation One and Two and Three and Three, and then just a, a good amount in uh, PlayStation Four. But for now, to like October, I believe they have God of War, GTA Five, uh, Uncharted Four, yeah, and like Infamous. So those are big titles yeah. that you can yeah. get. For so this is like the crackle of gaming networks then. Like you're not gonna get anything. It's basic too so, new or because Xbox is right. doing the same. Xbox popular. does the same thing, but they actually put new games on it. Yeah, you're just getting the library of archive. You're games. getting yeah, yeah. Which is I like because it's I, cool. I tested it, and you could if you want to try it out. They do have a seven day free trial. I recommend it. Just try it out. Um, see where your internet is too. Like if you don't have good internet, this is not for you. Yeah, get it's, wired. Wired, yeah. wired your PlayStation to your router. Yeah, ro- yeah, exactly. No wireless. It no. will not work, especially in Florida. Yeah. No, nope. Sorry, <laughs> our our internet's not there. But you know, what? unless I, you have fiber. If you have fiber, good for you. What <laughs> I, what, uh, what I think is crazy is I started thinking about this the other day. Um, basically, it's becoming like we're not gonna be able, like we're not gonna own content anymore. Like. We're not going to, let's say, CDs or DVDs or the games. And I mean, you know, it's going for this, like, less to carry type mentality. But at the same time, we literally will not own content. Yeah, Yeah. that's why record stores, comic book stores, game stops. That's why they're closing. Yep. I just feel like it's not a, a, like, I I feel like, watch, you're going to get to a a point where people are going to be like, because think about it. Let's say I bought a bunch of movies on Amazon, right? And, And I'm on the digital network for them. So I can only really access it if I'm going through their network. Then, and let's say it's never going to happen, but let's say Amazon goes out of business, then all that movies I purchased is basically gone. Yeah. Probably. Probably yeah. Unless they keep it, keep it active for server-wise purposes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, that's why yeah. I love the fact that I own specific DVDs or specific CDs oh, yeah. or, or games. But that's you why, can't say that, it's, that's con- why I got- it's convenient as heck. I'm just like, man, I really want to watch this movie. Let me go buy it right now. Yeah. It's like... No, it's convenient. It's but just, that's, yeah. that's the same thing with uh, our cousin, Mikey. Mm-hmm. He yeah. he doesn't own any physical games. He buys all his games digital. I know. Which he's like, I just don't want to carry. I was like... No, and I, I get agree. like I said, I get the convenience of it. In it's just kind of weird. And yeah. It's just a different time. Yeah. Where it's like we basically are relying on the fact that our networking ain't never going down. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that's the idea. You no, and it sucks. Like, I experienced it firsthand when my house got hit by lightning. I lost my PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, there goes all the games I had in there. <laughs> but Luckily, the, they don't save it to your account they that do. you purchased? You have to pay for it. What do you mean? Yeah, so, what? I had all my... Well, okay. So, yes, you 
if you pay for the game, it will forever be in your PlayStation Network, and you could download it. Yeah. It's on your account, but like the memory would be gone. Oh, so you have to, you have to grind back all those hours you put into it. Exactly, but if you have PlayStation Plus, they have the free cloud. Yeah. Or not the cloud storage. So if I didn't have that, I would have been screwed. But I had the storage, and it all automatically uploaded, so I got everything back. Perfect. Yeah. So that I recommend that, guys. Definitely. <laughs> on your Xbox, on whatever, make Nintendo, sure you Switch, store your sure you cloud. Because if your PlayStation breaks, you lose all that. Oh, wow. Woo. It sucks. It does. <laughs> so, yeah. PlayStation Now, nine ninety nine. I suggest giving it a try. It is kind of cool. And then the other thing they also announced is that they're really gonna already gonna go with cross uh, cross platform. Oh yes, and now yeah, they just announced they, it a couple they, days oh, ago. Right? Yeah, the same day. Oh, same day. Same day. They're like cross platform to whoever wants to do it. Yeah. So what that means is Tony has an Xbox. I have a PlayStation. We're both playing Street Fighter. We want to play. We can now if the company. Allows it. it, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I, I know P, uh, PC and PS4 does it for uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Well, Street, Fortnite now, I think everything. Everything Street Fighter. Yeah, Fortnite does mobile too. It does cross platform with mobile, PS4, PC, Xbox, anything Switch. Mm-hmm. But I know Street Fighter was just doing PC and PS4. Yeah, well, and, Street Fighter's a. Uh, that was a bad example because Street Fighter is just PS4 exclusive. But <laughs> um, no, uh, Rocket League was doing, was doing uh, Rocket, P- League, Rocket yeah. League was doing PC and PS4. Yeah. So yeah. So that was cool, and uh, the last news we had that we actually forgot to talk about it, apparently, <laughs> which was pretty big. Spider Man is back in the MCU, guys. I kind of wanted to wait till you came back to talk about it. Okay, yeah. fair I, enough. I wanted That's to good. get your nice feelings. Save. Nice save, there, buddy. Nice save. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did. I didn't mention it, but I was. I forgot. But I also was like, I want to hear Ricky's point. Like the whole thing with Pokemon, we mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't want to mention it because mm-hmm. I, I really wanted Ricky to be here because I know he's a huge Pokemon fan and talk about it. So, so yeah, it's pretty. Thank God. <laughs> feels so good yeah but what nick said and i and i and i kind of agree with him when he first said it he's like i think it's a ruse i think they're just doing that just to pull our leg and just get like a crowd reaction because like, they knew that he was going to come back eventually they're well just... then basically i feel like disney or maybe um, sony uh, Fahey, whatever his name is Kevin well Feige? this is what happened uh-huh. so bob Iger went to jimmy kimmel mm-hmm. and jimmy asked him Spider-Man's back. And he's like, yeah, bye, Biger, if you don't know. He's pretty much the, well, he is. He's the head honcho of Disney World, Disney in general. The yeah. company. And bye, Biger said that Tom Holland was the reason why we <laughs> were able to get this to work. Tom Holland, after Disney's convention, D23, came, went up to him or called him or like asked an e- email, called him, and they talked. It was like, hey. Fans, you know, it's very important, this and that. So Bob Iger's like, all right, let me make some phone calls. <laughs> so then Bob Iger called Sony. The whole deal came about, and it's back for one movie. So Spider-Man 3, three and then an appearance in another movie. And that's it? And that's it for now. That's the so we got two movies with... Well, <laughs> we have a full movie and an appearance. And an appearance. So... Essentially, Tom Holland went over Feige's head and went to the well, big boss. 
Well, it wasn't Feige's, it was a Feige, Feige's decision. I mean, really? Yeah, no, because, because the talks were all... It's all it's on, on, on Bob, Bob Iger, Iger and the head of Sony. Yeah. Also, he was the one negotiating it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I would... Yeah, of course. Yeah, because Kevin Feige is just most of the... the no, no, the, I'm just I'm trying to understand how yeah, that... Yeah, no, no, I understand. Kevin Feige does have a say. Uh-huh. Or he'll, he'll be a better influence yeah. to get the deal through. But at the end of the day, it would, be, it would be Bob Iger's decision if he does or doesn't like the deal. Well, this is the thing. One of the rumors that the main problem was is Sony wanted Kevin Feige to produce it, but Kevin Feige just didn't have enough time to produce all these other things and then Spider-Man. And now he's taking on uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. That's another thing that was just announced this week. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Feige is now... Yeah, this guy has like... Gonna make so he does something Wars. brilliant he's, and now... He's, he's never going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But that man... They're gonna stretch him out. Friends of yeah, I know. What are you saying, friends? And, and it's not like Kevin Feige. We don't know exactly what he does. What he does, I'm sure he, he just has an overall. He, exactly, he's not like the main storyteller. He's just the yeah. guy who's like, hey, he puts it, puts it all and... together. He's like the mastermind. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody brings him the parts, and he makes it work together. Yeah, exactly. But I think he's good with with pairing directors with writers that are complementary to each other. Right. Yeah, and, and he's, he's good at like creating he, overall narrative. N- yes, and then he could get writers to be like, "I want to read it. Oh, work on this. Push this forward because we're going. This is the direction I'm going with. What can you put, create in this movie that's gonna feel irrelevant or connect to this other movie that's not in the same right? Like talking about Spider Man and like in some way or shape or form is gonna connect to right Guardians bet, of the Galaxy. Yeah, I bet he's the t- the guy's like, oh, add. Doctor Stephen Strange name here, yeah, right. And he that happened in uh, Captain Winter Soldier. They just they just plug Stephen Strange's name there. Yeah, and then, and Everybody, like, I went oh. crazy. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, it's like uh, or, or or an Ant Man, the freaking tattoo of the Ten Rings. Yeah, the I didn't even catch it until they told us that. I was like, oh my god, Kevin Feige. Yeah, no, guy has it all planned. No, but that's what I'm saying. I think he's just great at creating overall narrative. He's like brings everybody into one room. He's like, listen, all you guys have your separate projects, but this is the overall narrative everybody in this room has to follow. Yeah, and you guys sprinkle it in however you want to, but this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. So <laughs> 2021, guys, it's gonna be a year of Marvel again. So oh, much yeah. Marvel. You have Shang Chi, Spider Man, and uh, Doctor Strange. And then you have all the MCU. What uh, about the? Didn't they say also there was it uh, this guy from uh, Game of Thrones, Black Knight or whatever it's called? Game of Thrones. The no, Knight he's from- gonna be in the Eternals. That's next year. Oh, what are you talking about? Moon Knight? No, the guy. Uh, Snow, John Snow. That was rumored. Oh, that, that was rumored. Oh, I thought that, that he was, actually did it. It wasn't confirmed. No. Yeah, they and, confirmed and, and that already, he's in the Eternals. And there was like, oh, there was another rumor saying like, oh, now that we got um, Spider Man to MCU, there's already talks of uh, Avengers Five. Right, so I'm like, because they have one movie left. I'm yeah, like, eh, I don't. I bet she's yeah. gonna show up in the Camilla Khan you TV think so? show. I do. I really do. <laughs> and the it's animals. gonna be in the Disney Plus show. I was saying, has anybody got? Has anybody got it yet? Anybody paid for it? No, not no. yet. Well, not it's, yet. It's, it's starts in the month. I want to get it. I want to get that. I year. have to. I like. I already have Hulu. I've got Amazon. I got. It's Netflix just so like, I, I like to. I wanted to do the 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 twelve ninety nine thing, where it's Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. I want to do that. That's, I wish what I, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, but I'm waiting. But is is uh, 
uh, Nat Geo too included, I think. National Geographic? I think it's Oh, uh, I think... I, I don't know. The thing is, I don't watch ESPN. Well, I... I only would watch it for Italian soccer. But, I, or UFC. Yeah, I watch it for the UFC. The, yeah. the I guess the so. The fights in boxing. Yeah. Uh, last thing. Yes. Uh, last thing so, Scorsese. <laughs> famous, re- famous director. He did The Departed. I mean, you name it. Taxi Driver. The Comedian. <laughs> was it... Um, King of Comedy, sorry. The King, King of Comedy. comedy. Uh, no, he's Mark Scorsese. So many movies. It. Uh, I mean, we're at, we're gonna talk to one a movie that he produced this week. But, the Irishman. Yeah. I mean, the Irishman, and he did produce the Joker. He was like a executive yeah. producer to the Joker, but he was criticizing the MCU and saying basically that these movies aren't cinema. That they're like they remind him of theme parks and stuff. What do you guys think about that? I strongly disagree because I cried. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, he said that these movies don't have emotions or, like, you can't feel it. I was like, dude, Endgame was, like, one of the craziest experiences I ever had in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think even, I mean, every everything that you see on a screen is art, in a sense. So, it's, it might not, it might be, it's like, I remember, I remember watching a scene from, I forgot what the movie was called, but they said they were sitting down in a Burger King, and this movie is about chefs, like, gourmet chefs. Burnt. And, yeah, burnt. And they're talking about, it, and I remember the scene was because it's like basically the guy, uh, 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 Bradley, Co- uh, Bradley uh, Cooper's, Bradley Cooper's character is like, they are they're burking. It's like what you don't think this is a restaurant? You don't wanna, like you want to give them the credit they deserve, but there are a restaurant. The thing is, is that you know what you're gonna get every time, so that kind of knowing what you're gonna get every time kind of makes it boring. And food is supposed to be surprising, but he didn't say that that wasn't a restaurant or that wasn't food. Yeah. So it's difficult to say just because you believe. That content is more commercialized. That oh, it's not cinema. It's no, it's it's all cinema. It's all it's all art. It's, it's all objective too. Exactly. It's all so art. It's, it's, it's his just, opinion compared to yeah. It's his opinion and it's kind of devastating like, because of who he is. Samuel Jackson had a good. It's like hey, not a lot of people like his movies either. It's true. Yeah, and it's true. It's it's accurate. Like, it's a very it, his movies are very visceral. Like there's a they're very you know you gonna like you might feel something you might not be comfortable feeling that. Right. So. That's uh, that's it for news this week, uh, and I'm sure there'll be some next week. That we yeah. talk about. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with Nick's movie corner review. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. And Nick, what do you got for us today? What? I got a lot. No, um. I did. I did see. A, I mean, we get to see a good movie this week, which I'll get into um, later in my segment here. But I want to break down a couple of trailers that that, that premiered this week. Yeah. Um. That I'm really. I'm excited about. I'm, I. I feel like they're interesting conversations. So the first one, I think the biggest one, as far as um, overall popularity with everything, was Birds of Prey. Yes. So essentially, it's the Harley Quinn uh, storyline. Like when she creates her own little group, so you know, I like me personally, I liked it, but it's weird the reason I say I like it. It's not I liked the way they depicted it, because I felt like they were. When it comes to movies and stuff like that, I feel like I just I look for what the content is and what they're trying to promote. Because when sometimes they'll try to promote something because they think it's more popular, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what the movie biggest substance is. So in the trailer, if you watch it, majority of the time you see everything is about Harley Quinn. 
but I was trying to examine the the content as, as best I can to see, and I felt like a lot of the scenes were from the similar parts of it. Yeah. So I felt like yeah, but similar parts meaning that they took most of those parts so they could promote as much of Harley Quinn in this movie as possible, but she might not make up the entire content of the movie, which I think that's where they're because I mean if that was going to be the case, they might as well just have called it Harley Quinn's uh, crew. Uh, Exactly, Harley Quinn's that. Birds of Prey. So Harley I Quinn's actually, Birds of Prey. <laughs> but uh, I did like. I mean, there was a lot of little things that I really uh, liked. Like for example, they introduced the the the. Um, Hugh McGregor's. No, well, Hugh McGregor. And I'll talk about that in a second. But um, the the ja- the um, the hyenas. Uh, and I used to love that about the cart. The cart that's, the, the that's my series. favorite part. Of I it. loved it. Just yeah. the fact that because Harley Quinn was always the one that took care of them. Joker mm-hmm. never did, so it was those were always her babies. So the fact that they're part of this is awesome. I mean, yeah. I was like, oh snap! The that's my favorite part of the trailer that they had the hyenas. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so and then you know the only thing I I I'd probably say was a critique and maybe I, the thing is I'm not too familiar with the character of Black Mask except for the fact that he's always wearing a black mask. Which apparently in this one he does not, for now. Yeah, that we know. But if mm. we look at the trailer again, there's a whole bunch of scenes that have black mask in it, so it's coming. I missed that part. Though. Yep, I missed it too until a friend of mine told me, and then yeah, they're like hidden parts in the trailer that have masks because oh. he doesn't really do it. Like I mean, most most so he, most rogue galleries do it more as a this is my this is who I am now because of whatever happened to me. Well, what he, he does, does more of the character a, black mask used to be like a collector kind of thing, and he has different masks. And then he found this one mask mm-hmm. that he became, you know. So he just likes to use it as an intimidation tactic, pretty much. Yeah, there's some stories that's that. Some stories the black mask like takes over him. <laughs> different stories, but, but I think they're gonna go with the taking over. Like he goes crazy. I don't know. One, I, I, this one thing I will say of the trailer. I think uh, Margot Robbie does a good, does a good depiction of that character. And if she's gonna do her best role, best job of it, more credit to her. And the other actresses that were involved in it do great work. As far as they got the they got the girl from uh, um, Cloverfield Lane. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's a huntress. Huntress. And then they got um, what was I forgot her name, but she had done big roles too. Um, was she in um, the uh, Black Canary? Yeah, Black Canary. Was she in uh, Umbrella Academy? I think no, that's not her. No, that's a different the, one. The thing I don't like about the trailer mm. is that what it's just the the character designs don't look great. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, like Black Canary, not feeling it. Huntress, not feeling well, it. Well, as Black Canary is a, a a hardcore street fighter, I'd be okay with that. Which it, that isn't that who she, who she is in the comics? Yeah, but I don't know. It just looks off. How off? <laughs> it just looks <laughs> off. I don't yeah. know. It's and, just not working. They're making, I feeling they're making Ian McGregor look more like a like he has a little bit of a mental issues too. I'm guessing. Yeah, but I don't know. I I honestly feel like there's something about it. I don't know what what it is specifically, but it caught my attention. I feel like there's. When I watch the trailer and I think that there was actually love put into it, I'm happy with it. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I'm happy with it. Because if a movie's just made for the sake of just making a penny from it, I'm just like, it might not come out well. But if there's some kind of love shown in the shown in it, I think it, I think I'm gonna, it's going to produce something good. Yeah, I, I could say it right now. I didn't feel that at all. And yeah, I watched like fine. and I watched it like I was like maybe because I watched it the first time, like I'm not feeling it because I don't know why. I watched like three or four times still. I'm like, ugh. 
Yeah. So I watched the first time I watched it. You guys sent it to me. I was, I was at a restaurant eating, so I didn't have the volume up. Yeah. So I was just watching it silent, and I was like, "Oh, this looks neat." And then I put the audio on. It was and like it just got worse. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, all right, it's okay." But then again, we always go. This goes back to my, my argument about trailers and movies. Like the people that make trailers don't always make the movies. So. They're gonna sell. They're gonna, they're gonna make. Should, they're gonna sell you I, one thing that might not be. What I you're honestly watching. don't think it should be called Birds of Prey. What? <laughs> it should be called Harley Quinn. You know how it's called Birds of Prey and the Mystical Adventures of Harley Quinn, whatever. Yeah, it is. it's called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, it should have just been called that. That's the name of the title. Nice. The entire name. Yeah. Not just Birds of Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It should have been called the Emancipation of Harley. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Not birds of prey, because that's not where <laughs> I bet you not that's not where we're gonna get. But. So we're gonna, you don't think we're gonna get anything about the other characters? I mean, we are, but they're gonna be like background characters. Yeah, they're I just hope for, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that's, that's not thing. the case. Like, I don't really. It, ho- I Harley hope it's not Quinn's the case. already in the title. Yeah, but I don't mean Batman's in most titles. But you'll see movies that are, that show one character and they actually go into other characters. So I'm hoping. Because okay, look, this is my this is my movie logic of it, right? Your prediction. She's a narrator. Well, your prediction. Really pr- no, not predictions because predictions telling you what might happen. But I feel like this is why I believe the characters of other people are going to be more um, talked about or explored because Harley Quinn is a narrator. So although it's based on her perspective, she's not going to sit there and tell you every story about herself. It's going to be about everything she experiences, which is other people. So, because she's a narrator, I feel like there's going to be a lot more explanation on the other characters. But, that, again, that's just my, yeah, prediction. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I even not look. Anyways, yeah, okay. Next so that, trailer, yeah. That's the, what we got for that one. So, um, the other one that I was, like, really surprised about was it seems like another large-scale production for Netflix. Yeah. Which is uh, a movie called Six Underground. Never heard so, of that's... It. Ryan Reynolds is the main character, and it looks like if you look at the trailer, it looks like it's a, a cast of uh, military, military, uh, ex-military that uh, faked their death mm-hmm. in order to, like, to do more vigilante work in regards to like going after specific drug dealers and stuff like that. Okay. So it's a large scale, and it was directed by um, uh, Michael Bay. So it's got oh, a, it's a, oh. it's basically a Michael Bay explosion with Ryan Reynolds. All right, I could see. I don't like Michael Bay, but yeah. I mean, you. I don't like Michael Bay. We might be, Michael Bay might be over the top with certain things, but visually they're beautiful movies in the sense of like the characters, everything looks flashy, and the explosions looks cool. So regardless of how we feel about the narrative structure of his movies, they're fun to watch. Yeah, I could agree with you on that. Exactly. So the fact that something like explosions, that's for sure. (laughs) Were there explosions in the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was big ones. How many? Huge. Like buildings. Yeah, there's like buildings. There's like uh, like a whole looks like a hurricane just ran through one area. I feel like like Michael Bay is like uh, William. Was it? Uh, Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. He goes. I need more explosions. <laughs> I need more cowbell. <laughs> like, I, I, I need more cowbell. <laughs> no, I need more explosions. I mean, that's probably what they did. They probably made fun of. <sighs> but that's the one thing about Michael Bay movies. He's not directing the third. What Bad Boy? Right. That's not. Was that always his movies? Yeah, yeah. Bad Boy is. Yeah, that's Michael Bay film. Know. 
I mean, I don't think he's directing the. It third looks one. like the formula still follows as far as Bad yeah. Boy Trailer is concerned. It still follows the same kind of thing. Um, although I don't know why I saw the poster the other day for that movie and it seemed very bland. Which I don't know for 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 Bad Boys movies. I always think it's stylized. That's why I don't think it's Michael Bay production because it looks like you more more in depth. So we got it's Bad uh, Boy for Life. Bilal Falel and Adli El Arbari. Those are two co-directors? Yeah, they're co-directing. Do we yeah. got a history for them? Uh, let's see. Let's see what they got. All right. Any more trailers on the meantime? Oh, until- um, okay. So the reason, I, again, like, again, that big six on the ground thing, which the reason I thought was crazy is because it's a, it's a, it's a Netflix movie. So it's this huge production thing. That you would think is like the next uh, summer blockbuster, and it's a Netflix movie. So, which, hmm? which one? Six on the ground. Oh, okay. So that's why I was surprised about that. But um, going into the next one, and this one's gonna be my favorite for this week, just because one, I am a huge Guy Ritchie fan, um, especially when we're talking about like kind of like the crime, crime underground type movies. Yeah. Um, uh, Snatch, uh, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Revolver, some of my favorite movies of all time. So this which one kind of which one? Which movies again? Um, Snatch, um, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Revolver. Oh, okay. So some of my favorite movies of all time, and um, so this kind of follows the same trope in the sense of it's kind of like a like kind of that th- same theme like that British underground crime syndicate. So it's called The Gentleman. So the main actor, the main character is, I uh, forget his name all the time, the one uh, from uh, um, um, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Charlie Hannon. Charlie Hannon is like, he's like kind of like, it looks like kind of, kind of like an accountant in the middle of like this big war between different characters. So he works for, I believe is, uh, um, why am I Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey is this really no-nonsense uh like crime boss who is getting uh, challenged by well, uh, Colin Farrell. No, the next, no Henry Colden. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. So basically they're at war and everybody else is kind of in the middle of it, but you got, like you said, you got Colin Farrell in it. You got Hugh Grant in it. You got a bunch of Jeremy strong, huge. I mean, all these huge actors and this movie, and it's got this really interesting narrative and it's got a lot of crime and a lot of, like it's really it's really interesting, and if you haven't had a chance to, please I look that up. It's called The Gentleman. So I thought it was really good, fun, and I can't wait. I'm hoping it's gonna be the next Snatch or Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrel. Like the fact that um, Jason Statham is not in it, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, because he's mostly in all he's in movies. all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in yeah he was in Lock, Stock, Smoking Barrel, Snatch, and then Revolver. Um, so. It would be funny if he did a cameo, but yeah, you never know. He might sneak him in there somewhere. So yeah, that's mo- those are my trailers for the week. So okay, let's get into what we really want to talk about. So the movie for this week that we got to watch was The Joker. So uh, what a movie! <laughs> yeah, so good. So how do you want to do this? You want me to feel, you want me to talk about how I feel about it, or am I going to ask you guys how you feel about it first? No, say you what you feel. What do you feel? No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no spoilers. Please, no spoilers, guys. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was um, a great character piece on because I, I mean, we, I, I grew up with these comic book characters. and I love these characters, but I and I, I'm, I feel like I sometimes I'm, I overthink 
who they might be in real life. So it's good to see somebody who takes that kind of thought and, and consideration to bring, you know, to see what the mental state of somebody like that would be. And I think they did a great job in this one as far as not necessarily the Joker at his worst, but how the Joker, in a sense, became the Joker. Because, I mean, you can't say that, that whatever he does in the movie, you know, hopefully if they ever made something similar to this, this wouldn't be the worst things he did. But yeah. I would say it's what created him. And that's what the, the main the main topic of this is. But I feel like this movie came together all around the acting skill of um, um, Joaquin, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, there was times in the movie where you want to feel bad for him. And there was times where... You know, you like, man, what he did just do. But he always had this look where it's like, there was literally parts where it was just him looking at somebody and it scared me. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And that wasn't even parts where you were like supposed to be afraid of him. He just, he had this way of controlling himself, how he looked at people, how he can, how he acted and everything that, I mean, it, it can, it's unnerving. And I thought it was brilliantly done. And whoever did the, the, the camera work for this was also beautiful because some of the scenes, even when he's riding the bus, there was a couple of scenes where he's just literally riding the bus, and I'm just like, man, that's, that's a beautiful scene. I could clip this part and just, I want, I want to keep it on my wall. That's how beautiful it came out. No, no, the cinematography in it was phenomenal, uh, to say the least. I do agree with the, with how the story is told, and and I know we brought it up uh, on on off off the podcast talking about it was that it it, it would it was a very slow burn movie, but you you it was so intriguing and engaging like how his how the the character progression was doing cuz i re- related it to ad aster which is not a sci-fi movie but i'm seeing the pace of how the movie is yeah. it does that does do the same slow burn but just does it way better because this i wouldn't have cut nothing out everything was placed for a reason every time Every stop, every scene change, every anything that happened in the story, it was progressing something to the collective narrative of what everything was going. Against Ad Aster, there was times I was like, I could cut this out, I could cut this part out, and the story would still be the same and the pacing mm-hmm. would still be the same. This one took its time gracefully. Like it just So I think there was a reason why it it was able to do it so well where it was slow paced, but you you just were genuinely interesting in everything. And it's not just because it was a Joker movie. I think it was because, obviously, there was things in the movie where it made the audience pay attention. Where it's like, it did something to people. It showed something where it's like, you know, like... Because that's the thing. Most of the time, we, we, we sit there and we let the movie tell us what's going on. And that's it. We just yeah. accept the movie for what it's telling us. So, I think this movie put some things in place where it's like, wait a minute. I might have to pay attention to what's going on because... Yeah. You know, it might not tell me. It might I might have to sit there and pay attention to everything to make sure I understand what's going on. And I think that's where it's like, you know, no, 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 no. You can't just let us tell you the story and you'll be done with it. No, you're gonna have to sit here and pay attention to everything. And I think that's one thing it did. And I think that's why people are so intrigued with every scene. Yeah, and then I was telling a friend of mine we were talking about it, and and I was like, what it was great about it, not because it was a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, let's say if they just gave it a different name and never referenced it was a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. The movie on its own stands on has its own merit. Of course, yeah. On its own, without saying like, "Oh, it's it's in the realm of a DC character, a comic book character." If they took that out of that, yeah. like of the equation, 
that movie alone was, no it's a very deep yeah. psychological you know depth into this person's mind and um the only thing i've heard and the thing is maybe i had it's been so long for me that i can't really recall the original movie and it's it's interesting because obviously we're talking about Martin Scorsese as it is but uh the one thing i heard is that it there was a lot of scenes where it felt way too because you know okay so when you do a movie what's called a movie homage right like you're like i'm gonna reference this movie in a very small and very unique way where maybe only true fans can pay attention to it this one seems like it has a lot of it in it like it might be too much referencing to let's say like taxi driver or the king of comedy Comedy. yeah so that's what they were saying i mean again this is not my complaint because i don't remember those movies so vividly but it's definitely taxi driver (laughs) yeah so you think yeah so i I know (laughs) yeah oh yeah my i love this movie um i like it for two reasons one i think it's a really good joker story Mm -hmm. because the movie makes you think like yeah it makes you think and you you still don't know if like that's truly what happened in the movie Without giving anything away, you're just like, what was real and what was it? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And and the other reason I like it was because, um, well, I don't even know. It was just <laughs> yeah. so different. So different. It wasn't, I can't even say it was a comic book movie. Yeah, that's, that, like, that's what it, I mean. was, <laughs> it was not. And, you know, today we, we were talking to... Um, uh, which we'll go on to uh, our next segment, Francesca. She was asking, "Is like, is it like the Killing Joke?" No. And I'm like, "No, mm. it's not. It doesn't follow the Killing Joke, but the essence of what the Joker, the that story is, is uh when somebody just has not maybe a bad day, but just a series of unfortunate events, yeah, and the breakdown of the mental mind that so comes that's to the, it. That's a controversy that this movie brought, is that. People were saying, oh, like, this movie's too extreme, and you're going to have, like, killers come out because of this movie and this and that. And I, no. First, no. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was going to actually be worse. I thought it was going to be super bloody. I thought the Joker was going to kill babies. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, things like, like, I thought it was going to, because that's what you everybody was going to do something just as bad Everybody as was saying in reviews, like, this movie's going to change America and this and that. And No. No. Not even close. There's worse movies I, where everyone says, like, one of the, our people that we follow review, like, Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are worse. Like, in, in, in the, and the aspects of As far action. as what they actually did, but they, because they did it. far of violence. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong, though. Like, don't, don't not bring your kids to this movie. Yeah. But, and there is, like, disturbing parts in this movie. Yeah. That, but it's a different type of disturbing. It's not like. The part that's disturbing about this movie is nope. because it it it's, makes you the transition of what's happening. Yeah, it makes you okay, kind of. I, I think I know it just so because it, I don't want you to spoil it. It's that's what it just makes you like want to be on his side. <laughs> no, and that, that I've heard that before because it's yeah. true. A lot of the, yeah, and I yeah, think a lot that's of the arguments making people are, uncomfortable. But I think that a lot yeah. of the arguments that he makes yeah. are stuff you like. You kind of like. See his logically point. think like oh yeah. he he's kind of right at you this point but then, yeah, exactly. but then it's, like, it's kind of completely wrong how it's going how about. Yeah. about it yeah so yeah. i think that's the part where people are like oh they're people are going to side with the joker and oh. start shooting up a movie theater or something because yeah. people agree to a certain some thing movie theaters mean that are the ridiculous right now 
I oh, saw yeah. some that like if you go to the movie theater by yourself, you can't. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. You have to bring someone with you to watch what? a movie. To you watch, c- you Joker. can't buy a single ticket. You cannot buy a single ticket. No, that's in some places. That's in insane. Some, in some theaters. Yeah, no, the security about this movie is insane. But yeah. I, my friend literally was like, "Hey, man, if I if I survive watching this movie tonight, I'll probably go tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. Don't get me wrong; it's terrible that we're joking around because you know. But it's just, Dark I mean, Knight. There was a shooting. This and that. Yeah. No, but, I get that, but it's just. <laughs> I don't think that movie is. I think America just needs to stop thinking that movies and video games are the causing for murderers and stuff. Because honestly, maybe it has something to do with it, but no, yeah, but it's something to do. It's almost like just because a person does something stupid or somebody does something dramatic or bad, and then they cite that as a reason, that doesn't mean that that actually did anything to it. He could have just, he could have just, that could have just been something he used as a reference because everybody's gonna do what they're gonna do. Everybody has those disturbing factors, but you can't say those movies or those things are the contributing factor because a million people watch that same thing and only one person comes to the same conclusion. Yeah, that's, that's not really a way to determine that's, that that's no the influence of it. But the movie, the movie has good commentary of that of people society going of mental illness of yeah. society. Yeah, it just, it, it's a woke Hi- movie. The, the, <laughs> like, the social hierarchy of everybody. Yeah, and, like, and their placement and. How, how people pe- view the world and pe- everything in it, and yeah. from different aspects, and yeah, there's a lot. Like there's a lot of why this is, this to me an awesome movie because you start thinking beyond the movie. You start yeah. thinking of like it's a great conversation starter on different aspects. Awesome conversation. Like I saw it alone, and I was like, I need to talk to someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't felt that since Last Jedi, but Last Jedi was all negative. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I came home from Last Jedi like just like I couldn't sleep. I could not sleep that day. Oh, man. <laughs> How many Nickies do you give it? Nickies, I'm going to give it 4.5. Nick? Oh, wait, you know what? I want to hear Nick's last. I'll give it a 4. I'm, I was going to give it a 5. Or like a 4.75. 4.5. I'll give it a 4.5. I 4.5. It falls in it's that not realm. not perfect. Because there's some things that are like, really? Yeah. Very little, but. Very little. Like. Like, yeah. it's just some, like, not real well, I mean, real we'll talk things. about those later because yeah. I don't want you to spoil anything. But, um, yeah. How many Nikki's do you give it? I wanted to give it a five Nikki's, but in my head, it was like, there's something. Oh, my God. No, I'm going to give this over a 3.5. <laughs> I give over 3.5. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think I'm going to give it a, a, like, I agree with you guys on the 4.5 just because I felt like I enjoyed it. I loved it. I think everything was well done. I think this guy's performance was if I could just rate performance, I'd give it a five. He was, uh, for his performance. He's definitely gonna get nominated. Um, Hands up. Yeah. I just felt this, like there was some yeah. elements of it where I was like, I wanted more. Like yeah. a little bit more detail, a little bit more something in it. Um You don't like it's like you don't know what it was, but you know like I could just get something more from it. Something small. Like honestly, and, I I, and, I, was... and I'll go into it maybe like 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 with you guys later in regards to it. Maybe we can maybe we can side cut and turn it into like a spoiler full <laughs> little skit that we can throw in there. But yeah, there was just something missing that I not something I, w- I basically I wanted more, and I think that's a good thing when a movie makes that happen. But when it doesn't really satisfy that part of me, I really I can't this, give it the full credit it deserves. So I'm gonna a, say like four point five for me. So four point yeah. five, Nikki. This is another reason why I'm giving it a four point five. Mm. Well, yes, it is a Joker movie, and yes, they do put in like it's in Gotham. You know, Batman stuff happens, but it feels like it was forced in. Like it kind of feels like 
like, oh hey, yeah, we have to put this in. Like somebody made a movie like yeah, this like, and just like we got, we were able to there. make this movie because we're supposed to make a Joker movie. So let's so <laughs> we have to reference something to to yeah to to be in that the lore exactly. Which which is great because the stuff they added is really good. Yeah, like I was like, wow, that's cool. But I still feel like it was a little for especially the ending of the movie. Oh yeah, I was like. It's cool. I like that they added that. Mm-hmm. But it felt like it was like from a different Forced. cut. Or like, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was added. Like, After hey, the fact. we should probably put this in here just to like make maybe sure like, to know that this is the see, no, Joker. And I, and I, get, what you, I yeah. get what you're saying. It's like it feels it feel, feel, it feel kind of cheated. It was a great movie. And then we feel kind of cheated when you feel like the movie was like they came up with a great story about a specific character and. And then through the forced elements of the Joker and Batman into it, rather than them ex- really fully exploring the character of the Joker. So it, right, well, I, and that's what I'm saying. I get what because they did a good job of making sure this is this is a uh, what do you call it? An intro to the Joker uh, origin story. Origin story of a Joker ish. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is the great thing about Joker. This isn't really spoilers, but this is like. A Joker in the comics, you have no idea his origins. Yeah. And in this movie, you kind of still don't have any idea no. what his origins yeah. are. And that's, that's, the, that's the best I, part. I think that's what people are mad, too, about it. Because I it's loved like, it. Because yeah. when I came out the movies with my wife, she's like, oh, that's his origin story. I was like, no, no, nobody knows his origin story. Yeah. Like, when Killing Joke, they gave him, it was a different, it was that Jack Nigma, right? I know his no. last name was Nigma. No, Nigma is uh, the, the, the Riddler. Riddler. The Riddler. What's yeah. his name? He doesn't have That's he has the thing. many he different nobody, names. Nobody yeah. he, had a, he, had a, he had a name. I'm sure they gave him one, but in, yeah. in Batman he had a name, Jack something but i think but that's they can't what, use that anymore. They were talking yeah. about like how that's what uh, Nolan wanted to do with uh um um Heath Ledger was that's why in the movie he kept on referencing different, different things. Exactly. Yeah, because there is none. And I mean that's the beauty of this one, is like maybe it is and even based on the age and everything, and because it's never gonna connect officially it's never gonna connect to any other movie it's still left ambiguous which is great like you'll never know if this is gonna be who we perceive the main joker of the comics it might not and, that, and that's a yeah and sorry for going out of tangent yeah. another yeah. thing i'm upset about is like comic book fans are like ah he wasn't the joker like he because he it this is a very serious joker this is a very believe it or not this movie is more Real than the Dark Knight universe. Yeah, yeah. Like, this movie is more grounded to like real. Yeah, real and like, at the end of the movie, I thought the Joker was the Joker. Like, yeah, because what he what does he do best? Chaos. That's that's all what Joker's about is freaking. No, chaos. there there is things I like that you know, especially with I'm not going to go I, into the specifics great. of it. Talking about it more, I'm just like this movie. No, no, great. <laughs> this movie is <laughs> awesome. not to give away, but there's one thing's like because you think about the Joker as a character, and then he, um, the things that he does as a character, and I loved how in this movie they basically, like you said, they they broke that into a grounded, realistic thing. So good, where it's, it's like so good. The this laugh, is, this is so like, good. oh yeah, it was haunting. They it was, never did that it anywhere. Was Any story, they never. Exp- did an explanation it. to the laugh like they did in this movie. Oh, it yeah. is awesome. It is so cool. <laughs> and I bet you, 100%, I bet you that now the comics is going to have that laugh, th- that explanation. 
Uh, no, I can't wait. It's it's it was it was beautiful. Tell you, man, this is borderline five for me. This is like <laughs> like we we're gonna come back next week. I'm sorry, I can't change it. Baby, I want to see it again. I definitely want to see it again. You never want to see no, it. No, I definitely. <laughs> you never definitely want to see it again. I definitely want to see it again, and I want to see. Oh man, because there's so many spoiler things I want to talk about. No, but no, we we'll, we'll leave it for something else. All right, all right, guys, we'll take another quick break and we'll talk about things that I did this weekend Woo-woo. and things that are coming up this week. All right, guys, be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. So, Ricky, oh, Ricky missed out, but me and Nick. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you gonna, I want to talk about it. this because I'm the one Ghana. that kind of set this up. <laughs> All right, so setting it up. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, like about two weeks ago. Uh, like a week ago, I think. A week ago. All right, so Ricky, about a week ago. About a week. Ricky uh, sends us a message of a screenshot of a Halloween theme bar opening up, and they had a media press event only. So me being the one that's like the admin of the group, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll email them. Let's see what happens. And then we got accepted. Mm-hmm. So me, myself, uh, Nick, my wife, and I uh, ended up going to the media opening of the Cocktails and Screen Bar in oh. downtown Orlando. It's on Pine Street. It's right next to a little dive bar. I don't know the name. I think sound it's bar. Sound bar. And it's right inside of it, and it's a completely... And these guys own... Joysticks. Joysticks. Joysticks so yeah. if you've been to Joysticks Arcade Bar... Which is down the street. Right. These are the same guys. The same owners. Yeah. So everything's decked out themed Halloween. It's Halloween. Everybody's yep. dressed up to the nines of, like, how every... like a very Witches and... Witches. And, like, they don't... a Phantom of the Opera? Like, yeah, they had the, a... Fa- the had, organist. The organist, yeah. and they had a girl singing... And then the the bartenders, he were like, instead of like, oh, what what kind of drink you want? He's like, oh, what kind of spell do you want? <laughs> so awesome. they they keep that that feel. Uh, inside, when you walk in, they have the cocktail scream sign with a bunch of horror movie masks or Halloween different. Like they have like the Wolverine, not Wolverine, oh, uh, um, Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees, Wolfman, Freddy, Freddy and uh, the bar set up with skulls at the bottom. Actually, what was right. fun was uh, they well, before you walk before you get to the bar. There's a glass case, and the glass case has all these like movie memorabilia. So me and Val were like trying to figure out if we could figure out every piece of the item in there. So you had the necklace from Under Underworld. You had uh-huh. the box from uh, Hellraiser. You had Freddy's, uh, Freddy's glove. Freddy's glove. You had a little necklace, uh, which I think is the one that um, uh, Dean from Supernatural wears all the time. Like oh, a little. Oh yeah, yeah the. The one from his girlfriend? Alfred, oh. No, Dean. I forgot where he got it. Nobody oh, ever oh. said where he got it from, but yeah. It's a, he's the one he wears in every episode. Um, what else? There was this, all these little little knickknacks, and you're like sitting there trying to figure out where everything came from as far as That's movies awesome. are. Is it big? Is there? Is, is it's there pretty room? decent size. It's decent. It's, imagine it's like half the size of joysticks. Oh, okay. Joysticks I always like, thought was too small, so to be honest. But. It was too small? I thought so. So this is smaller than joysticks. It's smaller than joysticks. I don't think. I think it's about the same size. To be honest, maybe because every time I go to joysticks, I don't think they have as much things in the middle. Is that as long? That's why it might feel. Joysticks is way longer. You think so? In length, yeah. I just think uh, when I went, there was just so many people, and I was like, oh. Yeah, (laughs) if you're gonna go, it just opened up this past Saturday. 
Yeah. It's going to be packed because it's Halloween. It's the month of Halloween. So everybody's going to go in there. Uh, One thing that I did love what they did was for the soft opening. uh, They released keys throughout the the city of Orlando, downtown Orlando. And if you discover one of those keys, you're a key holder. And you use that as your entry to the bar, which I thought was a great promotion idea. Yep. For 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 people to one explore the city of Orlando, which we love when people do that. Yeah, so I have a friend, a coworker who is a, who was a key holder. She is a key holder. Her her and her husband are key holders. <laughs> so she's actually the one that told me about this media pass and yeah. got us. But yeah, she went in and the media pass day. She they went dressed up and it looked awesome, man. That, this bar looks really cool, especially if you're into Halloween. Like this. Oh is- yeah. No, actually, there's like so much. Okay, so this just to kind of give you a breakdown, little by little. So, um, first, where the bathrooms are is all wallpapered in like cool graphics of like different monsters. Like you see, like the the tattooed version of Fre- the, the Frankenstein and stuff like that. Elvira. Right? Yeah. So it's just movie posters and like different graphic posters in the bathroom area. Then you got one wall where it's like got this kind of like a ghost theme, like um, like kind of like what you would see at the haunted house in um, in Disney. So they have a projector that the just haunted, has the haunted mansion. Yeah, haunted mansion. And then you would see like a projector that just has ghosts like floating through that through that whole that scene. Wow, a lot of black lights. Uh, they have those uh, digital posters where you see the re- Renaissance characters. And turn into like demons. Yeah, if you if you walk, the sensor cuts off, and they try to like scream, like attack you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, they they have, have, then they had the mm-hmm. Adams family. Oh yeah, section. they have one corner of the that's just Adams family, so it's like kind of gray. They have the big bear and everything like that. The cool thing was is that they had somebody, I guess, that, that was paid to be there, where she just kind of sat there with a serious face and looked straight forward, just knitting. Didn't yeah, say anything. Didn't... didn't laugh. Just knitted, and that was it. And I don't know why they just kind of added such a cool element to the whole thing of that little section. Uh, so that was cool. Um, there was one place, and we figured out what it was later, but basically it's like um, uh, Hansel and Gretel's uh, the, the candy, candy house, whatever. The gingerbread candy house. And I was wondering because there's one huge mirror and then a digital screen, and that was it. And I was like, oh, that seems cool, but I was wondering why I was just sitting there. But then on the side, there's like a little thing that takes money. And I asked, because I guess it wasn't working at that time. But I asked one of the uh, the, the workers and she goes, oh, that's a that's a photo booth. It's just not operational yet. Yeah. So the whole candy house is a, is a is photo, photo booth. booth. Is it yep. It's a walk-up photo booth. Yep. They have awesome. one little hallway that's uh, the shining. The shining. No, one, this, this place sounds yeah, amazing. It's like every then, corner is a different then thing. Then they have a painted, like a neon blue, black light painted of Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. They have a little section that says Elvira. So oh, my like, favorite. Her t- you know, her like in her movie, she has like that sofa. Yeah, yeah. So they have like a replica of that sofa there. <laughs> I don't so think what, that character gets any credit anymore. So what's good about it, what's oh, another amazing thing is I found out is uh, this past weekend too was... Uh, I guess the one of the two owners, she is an artist. So a lot of the things you see there is made by hand. Yeah. Everything like she created by hand or just yeah, and, the, by and hand. the husband, the husband, he's a huge nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. So that must be all that whole wall. Just a yeah. whole wall of that. So, yeah. So it's it's amazing. And also the girl's bathroom is decorated with like they have like their stalls. Each stall is like like one of the girls from the craft. Oh, um, oh OK. The little the girl from Beetlejuice and all <laughs> yeah. these. Uh, the one uh, thing is that the sink is is it looks like a resin coated or resin created skulls 
It, it's so, just so cool, man. So <laughs> I like that they, they, they involve everything from the entrance yeah. to the bathrooms to the bar to the tables. And they have the performance there, which most bars don't unless it's like a live band. But it, what they have, even the actress that was or the singer that was performing, she was in character the whole time. As a, like a vampire, like Duchess. Yeah, Duchess, yeah. So, they're singing all her songs. She was singing uh, uh, Billie Eilish's uh, Bad mm. a bad Guy, but in like a very kind of like, and a very Victorian themed to have like really slow pace. It was awesome. though. Every single detail that they got in there was perfectly done. I loved how they would prepare drinks and they would have these elements where um, I guess they would uh, purposely cause like sparks of fire. Almost like you saw something in Harry Potter where they're making a spell. Yeah. They would just like add like a, a seasoning that would cause like flakes of fire to come up. Wow. Like everything has smoke in it. It was awesome. It was a performance even making yeah. the drinks. Yeah. Pretty much. Wild, so, yeah. so that was uh, that Thursday. That was Thursday. And then we went to go watch the Joker and after then, that. Yeah, we went to the Joker, and then Friday, uh, myself, uh, my wife Val, and then one of my great friends, best friends, uh, Chris, yeah, from the Doge Dopish podcast. I, I think mm-hmm. he's gonna talk about it. Uh, we went to Halloween Horror Nights, and this is my third year in the last four years going, and I think this is my second fee. Well, because only third time, but this is way better than the last time I went. Two years ago. The theme of it is awesome. Oh, the theme. The freaking 80 arcades. Yeah. And the synth wave, mu- synth wave music going yeah. around throughout the whole event. Uh, I went, did go to some houses that we went to the crusty, uh, the, uh, the clown. clowns. Killer clowns. Uh, Universal Monsters. A thou- House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, I just saw that grave- movie yesterday for the first time. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I'm probably gonna see Devil's Rejects tonight. But. Nice. That's kind of sad considering that one guy passed away. Yeah, yeah, I know, and he's so good. I'm like, damn. I now I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Graveyard Playground, and then Us and Stranger Things, because we both we all know I love I love Stranger <laughs> Things. But yeah, I think all the houses were amazing. Um, I didn't go to the Yeti. Like a lot of the smaller houses, I didn't go. The one that I missed. And I'm so sad I missed it, but it was getting too late at that point. Was the Ghostbusters house, which I found out it's not scary per se, but just the nostalgic feel. Most nostalgic, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, and the effects is yeah, like there you see ghosts, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it. That was the only house that was sad that we didn't go, but I did. I did figure out that next year. I know you do it, Ricky. That they do. Offer for a hundred bucks, you yeah. could come Wednesday, season, Thursday, the, the season pass. Basically. Yeah, like Wednesday, Thursday, and Sundays, and as many times as you want. Right. So I recommend that. So I have recommendations because I've been going for years. Um, Freaking Fear Pass. If you go more than once, definitely worth it. Especially when you just go for like, because you don't feel rushed. You know, you could be like, all right, I'm only gonna go for one house for four houses. Watch the shows. And maybe ride a ride or two. Yeah. And don't, and don't sweat it. It's on your own pace. You can take your time with every ride, yeah. with every time you go. Exactly. If you're only going once, I honestly, I'm at the point where I just recommend you getting the fast pass. Fast, the, yeah, the express pass. Yes, it is super expensive. Yes, it's, you only could go in the houses once. But I, I think it's worth it. <laughs> How much does it cut the time by? Like, well, it just depends what it depends what day you go. Oh, okay. So if you're going on a Saturday, 
A friend of mine paid two hundred dollars just for Express Pass without the tickets. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Repeat that one so, more time. It was two hundred dollars for two Express Passes With, uh, without the admission of the tickets. Of the ticket. Yeah. So he was paying like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Damn. But they 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 already have free tickets, so they're yeah. just paying the two hundred bucks. But I recommend it, man, because going and one day ticket and trying to get all the houses. If you go early, sure, like September. But if you're in October, like right now, and you're trying to do everything, you're not going to do it. Oh, no, no we didn't. No, of course yeah, not. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. So <laughs> I I suggest you people buy the Express. If you do. If go you're one going day. one day. If you're going multiple times, buy the Freaking Fear. You know, end up way cheaper than, than buying. You know. <laughs> but yeah. That- that was your I like that. Yeah, because I know we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, what I else? think next, that's what I might do next year too. It's just do a, buy an express and get it all out of the way. And, and one then, day, no, it's too tiring for me. No, I mean, all that walking. No, I'll, come, I'll go, at, <laughs> I'll go, I'll get there at 10 when get, it's free parking. You got to get go used for, to it. Go for two hours and go back home. I live across the street from it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's nothing. Yeah. But after that, uh, Saturday, me and Nick went to Juicy's Monthly. Which they oh they uh, expanded because originally they were usually doing the monthly at the Buffalo Wild Wings by um, SeaWorld. Now they're at the Wyndham, no, at the Hilton Inn, right by SeaWorld, and they expanded. They Sweet had like around town. two two hundred and fifty entries. Which Jesus, for for yeah, a monthly for a, local? Yeah. for a local monthly, that's a ma- that's a great number. I congratulate Eris and Alex for it. Uh, we did run into some some friends there that were either commentating or competing. Um. Uh, yeah. So how do you? Well, I was I was actually thinking about going back and mm-hmm. and competing in Unist. I don't know why, because I played <laughs> and I had fun with it. I was like, I just want to play it. Which I'll, one's that one? It's an anime fighter. Okay. I'm. I gotta. The thing is, yeah, I'm Unist it. stands for under night. Uh, in wait no under birth under under night under in birth something like under that. night in birth. Yeah, this is the name of a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's the name, but it's, the sh- nickname is Unist. <laughs> yeah, it's Undernight in Birth, late SX or late XT. You know, full anime. Yeah. I mean, that's what I noticed when I was there. I mean, I love going to those events. I mean, I, mean, I wish I was more of a, a, a fighting game person, but, and I still try to be sometimes, but yeah, it, they were playing games I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. There were at least two games I saw that they were playing I have never played. Guilty before. Gear. It was, at the time they were, they were playing Guilty Gear and. Soul Calibur Six, if I remember correctly, those are the two games. It looks like a Soul Calibur game. Two, and then they were playing Smash also, at the same time. But yeah, that was that was our weekend or our week of events. Uh, we do have some events coming up this coming week. Uh, Sunday, uh, October thirteenth, uh, from ten a.m. to five p.m. is the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con. I'm thinking about going up there. It's not that far. How about far is Melbourne? Like an hour from here, I think? Probably. Depends so, how deep it is. And then... Yeah. So that's one event that's coming up. The next one is at the Aardvark Beverages uh, by Fern Creek Avenue. They're having an 80s theme night. And that day is on the 10th, which is, I think it's a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a Thursday uh, from 7 to 9. 
those are two events going on. And then finally, we do have another event that I really want to mention. And uh, I did mention her name earlier. Her name is Francesca. She is a um, tournament organizer for... She hosts weekly tournaments at the Microsoft store at the Florida Mall. Uh, you could just be sure to find her at the at, at her Instagram, Florida Mall underscore gaming. Uh, this week, they are having on Friday, the 11th from 4 to 5, they're having a Fortnite uh, competition. And they are playing for Microsoft gift cards. Tournaments entries is fee. Uh, they do provide PCs to play and you could bring your controllers to plug in via USB. So what do you think about that? Weekly, oh, yeah. tor- weekly tournaments. I've been to some of those tournaments before at the Florida Mall, and they're they're fun. It's, you know, it, it's just good. You know, it is it is out in the public. Sometimes you know, you do some of the tournaments are outside, so that people don't know. You guys, about yeah, much. you do have people sometimes watching you play, but I've noticed that there's some people there were like that. I know that they follow uh, like Call of Duty or yeah. um overwatch or even like Fortnite or like fighting games and they were like oh that's so fun i'm like but most of the time they see like the tournament they're like oh i see it in like california japan vegas i'm like you do know there are local tournaments here (laughs) and local local places that you could go to that have tournaments that you could meet like-minded people that you could compete against and network with and get better. Well, Tony, that's why we're here. We're yeah. here to, we're here to, we're we're here here to, to bring people know to. that these tournaments do happen. And what's great about it, it's free. So if you're, if you have, yeah, that's if, a good one about the, these, the Florida mall ones. And if you like, if you, if you enjoy it and not, and not very competitive or want to get into more of a competitive state, you could go there and try it out, play against somebody else. That's, because it's different playing. You know what it is? I guess the 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 competition aspect of playing somebody against online than playing somebody right next to you is completely different from Completely me. different, yeah. Because like, like you could hear them talk crap to you right next to you. You could see, <laughs> you could see them look into yeah. your soul. Or the lag. See them look into your soul. Yeah. It's totally different playing wow. from... Yeah, it, it is. Something different... Uh, online than on... The I feel like there would be you. more no brain online. There's no, there's no lag. There's... Yeah, the person's right next to you, so you can't just call them out. And exactly, you have to just be mindful of those things. But yeah, those are these are the events. We'll still post them out so you guys are aware. As always, follow us on our social media and Instagram, Facebook, at Twitter at Nerds in the City. Let us know what you think. If there's anything you enjoy, let us know. If there's anything that we could improve. Or any topics you want to, us to talk about, please let us know. You can always message us on any, any form of our platform. As always, tell a nerd, bring a nerd, send a nerd. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night. Everyone.